spanning the Valley of the Sun and all across the 48th state. This is the Gatos and Chad Show. Happy, happy, happy Monday day after Easter. And guess what? Uh, the, the, the Christianity is over and it's disappearing thing it may be written too soon because Christianity is actually doing well. But it's not, I think, what some people would think. Immigration, both legal and illegal, is causing Christianity to not just survive but thrive in many places. But it's not changing the fact that essentially uh, people born in this country, they're not flocking to Christianity. They're not flocking to religion. Hmm. But the fact that we have so much immigration here, those people are coming here and a vast majority of them are Christians. The church has to figure out why less and less people are going to church. I mean, that's the first thing, right? Why are we not? Why? Why are people not coming in and wanting to learn? That's, College, okay, it's a big thing. Okay. Science, right? Because because in, in in today's world here, mm-hmm. uh, science uh, exists to disprove God, where rather than living alongside of God, if you will, like say God created science, and no, that doesn't happen. And so that's kind of like my brother. My brother's a doctor, but he's big into science and all that. I don't know exactly if he believes, but I know a lot of people, and they've got they've got the, the science background, engineering, that kind of thing, right? And they don't believe in God. Yeah, yeah, because that's a portion in college. I think we've all experienced that when you go to college, and most churches will tell you this: people don't go to church if they're college kids. Most kids no. don't. I didn't. I didn't. But go I got back into it afterwards. Yeah, but you you've also got where Christianity is evil. Everywhere Christianity's ever so been. So who's saying it's evil? Well, go to college. I mean, it's 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 the white oppressor that came in, and Christianity was a big portion of that. Uh, Christianity has been nothing but a colonization, and it's and you get and a lot of kids they don't like that. But from around the globe, you know, whether it be Korea, throughout Africa, and other places, South America, they're coming here and they're like, yeah, well, that's the exact opposite of the way we look at, at, at Christianity religion. Okay, we so- look at it as it is. It's it's more of a it brought us out of a lot of things, it wasn't the dominant thing that came in and crushed us. So how are churches going to adapt to, right? Adapt to, okay, now we've got people who are coming into the church and maybe they don't speak English. Maybe we've got people coming into the church. They definitely speak English, but we know that they're from another country because that's what they tell us. Does your, like my church offers a Spanish uh Version of. You know, it's a great point. I don't know if my church does. Yeah, my I church does a Spanish service. Okay. So, and this my church, my church in Los Angeles did a, a Spanish sure. service. Sometimes we go to that one. Okay. Right, because it would be translated in Spanish. We understood the English, and it would be translated in Spanish because it was so busy. Right. But like we think a church is Christianity. I will tell you this: the biggest church in the world, the biggest Protestant Christian church in the world, isn't here. It's not Joel Osteen. No. There's a church in South Korea, six hundred thousand people a weekend in South Korea. A weekend. Okay, but. My point is, what are they doing to get 600,000 people through their doors in a weekend? They must be saying... They don't look at religion as evil and no. Well, that's good. Yeah. They <laughs> okay. don't have the woke ideology that that is permeating throughout our culture. They don't have the the fights that, that, that you know, we have uh, two ways to look at the world. Government is end-all to be-all, mm-hmm. right? Or, or uh, God is end-all to be-all. 
And we're finding more and more people just shy away from God because God is nothing but bad. He tells you no, not to do anything. He's this, 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 you know, he's not real. He's a fairy tale. And it's always about no. But isn't it how the church explains what they're talking about that will get more people through the door? If you get 600,000 people in South Korea that are are going to these, to, to, you know, the church, a church, it's, they've got to be saying the right things to bring you back the next week. And I've always said this, like, about the Catholic Church. I never really got it. I never understood what they were talking about. I didn't get the kneeling and the standing. And if the Catholic Church is is for you, I think it's great. It just wasn't for me. And then, uh, you know, it's a different language. They're not talking. It's the same thing every single week. And I just never got a takeaway. Uh, So I'm just at a Bible-based church now, and it's way just so much different. And I think, you know, if a church can give you a takeaway if they can explain the bible which is sometimes very difficult to 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 read and understand they can explain it in a way it still is not going to matter to a lot of young kids right because they always look at it as is is well they don't like the gays they don't like me drinking and partying they don't like me living the life that i want to lead the way that i want to lead it it is the it's the religion of no and that's tough where, but other countries, no. And they've, you know, I mean, they look at it and say, this is who we are. This is how we believe. And these people are coming here. And it's funny because, uh, you know, as we talked about with the Latino voter, why did a lot of them start moving towards Trump in a lot of ways? Business was one of them. But you know, the other side of it is they're much more religious. Mm. And they they don't think that everybody in the world should have an abortion whenever they want. They don't believe in a lot of these things. But Trump is about the most not religious person I've ever seen. That's fine. Yeah. You know, except if you think he's Jesus and some of you do. And I don't understand. Yeah, that. I don't think that's, that's pretty that's terrible. That's not who he is. But no, it's not. All it's right. Saturday Night Live. It's not who he is. It's exactly. OK. Um, so the Arizona Diamondbacks are in first place. OK. Here's their big move this season. You know, they played well. But here's the big move. Beer sales are not going to end in the seventh inning. They're extending beer sales. Now, some people will say, well, why don't, why, so what? Who cares? Well, I got to tell you, are you going to, are you going to sell beer in the ninth inning, in the eighth inning? Because if you do, you know, those beers are pretty big. You're going to get behind the wheel then. And now that affects me. So the Diamondbacks in, Ch- in Ch- Chase Field, right? They're, they're kind of looking at the game experience, and they're saying, we're going to extend the alcohol sales past what was usually the traditional seventh inning. I don't know if the seventh inning or the eighth, I guess it's, it, w- it would be sold until the bottom of the eighth. And some people okay. are saying, okay, it's just an extra inning and a half or, or what have you. Major League Baseball lets the teams decide. Um, I, you know, again, I, if it were me, I wouldn't do it. I, I think I think way too many people get on the road drunk. I think way too many people are going the wrong way on the highway. I think you know, is it a money grab? Is no, it? I just think that the game's shorter. Uh, so they change the rules and the game is shorter. So let's get people liquored up. You as know, you want to have. And the other side of it is 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 it there? Is it the Diamondbacks' responsibility to make sure you're responsible? Well, I think partly it's the Diamondbacks. If I'm getting in the car. You know, is it the Diamondbacks' responsibility that that guy didn't have a beer five minutes ago? No. I think it is. I don't. Well, you can stop it at the seventh, just well, like every other baseball team. stop it in the first, team. and we'll just have no drinking. We don't have to worry about it. Yeah, you could. But why is every other team doing it at the seventh, and now they're in the eighth? Not, is every other team? I didn't even know there was these rules. Just about drink. Most of the, well, I mean, I, I, we, we looked it up. Most of all, all the teams, except I think the Milwaukee Brewers. I think no, they're, they're the also Brewers, the for God's sake. They're the right? Brewers, they're for crying they're out loud. the Brewers. Right. What about the NFL? When do they stop it? 
Yeah, that's a good question. When did they stop in third quarter? Wise man, can you look that up? Because the, the other, I'll just say this from personal experience, uh, I don't like sitting next to drunk people. I hate it. And I'm sure most of you hate it. You take your kids yeah, to a game so. and you've got these slobs in front of you. And they're, I'm not, not talking two or three beers. No, no. I, what I, I'm talking me, about, I, I have... you're drunk out of your mind. Yeah. That's the worst experience at a baseball game or a football game. What do you got, wise man? So NFL.com says all alcohol sales and service will be discontinued at the end of the third quarter, except in the clubs and suites where service will continue until the end of the game. Because you have enough money (laughs) that you didn't drive there. Yeah, they're just as maybe. Don't these teams feel some sort of responsibility if they're cutting it off at all? I, like clearly they care about it, right? I do. I, I mean, I don't know. What's the, again, what's the responsibility? Like, you know, is it their responsibility? Is it a bar's responsibility? Is it a because the, you know everybody says the same thing when they get pulled over? I've seen live feed. They only had two, <laughs> right? So they got drunk somewhere. So your friends' responsibilities. I mean, when does it start to become your responsibility? And I don't drink, by the way. I've never had a drink in my life. Yeah. yeah. But I do wonder when it is somebody else's, when is it your responsibility? They will take care of possibly a drunk fan. So if you and, and drink in the seventh yeah. and you leave in the ninth right. and you're buzzed, you're still buzzed. Yeah. They haven't fixed anything. Maybe not. Maybe not. It's the optics of it, though. Extending it in this day and age, especially in Arizona, where we've got all these problems with wrong way drivers and they're drunk off their rear end. I just wonder, this is what I wonder, does it make the game experience worse? If more people are drinking, it usually does. What if you t- What if you have to show them you took the light rail or you didn't drive? Nobody takes a light rail. Yeah, I know that. Coming you up have there. to be drunk to get on it. <laughs> Look, I gotta get back, man. I gotta be hammered, otherwise this is gonna work. So, uh, Easter Sunday. Um, I rigged the Gatos family Easter egg hunt. And it totally backfired on me. Okay. We'll talk about it next. Size matters. And that's what happened with the ballots. Ballots, it's finally in, kids. Mm. Too much girth with the ballots. Too big. Didn't fit through the machine right. And that's why on that fateful day, when everyone went to vote, there was panic, chaos, and insanity. And why is that, you ask yourself? I will tell you why. Because they had to print Spanish. On the ballots. And mm. doing that made the ballots too big. They were, they well, they were just too big for the machines. Mm-hmm. And they didn't test the machines the right way, I'm going to say. Mm-hmm. They'll say, we did do the test, Gatos. We tried really hard. Uh, but I don't think they tested it the way they needed to. They should have done a better stress test. But nobody got left out. If you wanted to vote, you could still vote. And if you brought your own pen and it didn't work, that's a you problem. <laughs> and if you didn't want to put it in the Tupperware so they could throw it away, again, a you problem. The little bin. Yeah, so it was an independent... Was it ben 3, is Ben 3, yeah, it, and it's been there forever. Independent investigation into the election day ballot printing issues. Yes. So Maricopa County, in charge of the elections, they got an independent investigation. And here's the deal. This is how I take it. They didn't do something on purpose, okay? It wasn't, it wasn't something that they said, let's see if we can screw this thing up. Listen, they didn't want, they didn't want this to happen. No. The day this happened and we're on the air, we called it like it was. You can't have that happen on election day. You just can't. Not in this stage of conspiracy theorists. No, you got to do better. You got to do better. So, uh, what's the? What are they going to do? Apparently, they're going to go back to the old paper. It's not going to be as big as the new paper. Well, uh, I mean, that was. It, they're going to do more robust testing. You've got it. That's the big thing. Yeah, the paper could be bigger. 
just test it and say, all right, here's a machine that the Spanish goes into. But we had an official on. I don't remember yeah. who it was on election day. Who was it? We had. Uh, I don't remember. We asked. Hey, did you? T- I, I know we had a bunch Bill of Gates, different- right? We had Bill Gates. I don't on. remember if it was Gates. I don't remember. But we said, didn't you test this thing? And I think they said they tested it like a month ago. Yeah, a month. See, you and can, we were like, wait a second. What do you mean a month ago? You got to test it yesterday for today. That's the big thing. That's the thing. To me, you have to absolutely do the night before. You've got to make sure, especially after what took place in 2020, leave nothing to chance. Don't so nobody can come ammo. out and go, oh, my God. And everybody had a chance to come out and go, oh, my God. And that's where we are. Yeah. Don't give anybody more ammunition than they already have. The election was fine. You stood in line. You were not disenfranchised. You had spoken like somebody who buys into the media. Yeah. Every every possibility you could have voted for. You could have voted two weeks ago before this all happened. You could have voted on that day when it was continuing to happen. So anyone who wanted to vote got to vote. If you decided I'm waiting too long in line, there are some issues and you left. That's a you problem. Yeah. You, apparently, voting is not is the most important thing to you. And that's okay. Yeah. And you, you have every right to go and vote. You have every right to do all those things. You right. have every right to, as we should. You were inconvenienced. You were not disenfranchised. Yes, there you go. So they're going to go back to the other paper. Anyway. You mean uh, the stuff that's not bamboo made in I China? No. I mean, goodness gracious. Then there was the Venezuela thing. Oh, my God. Still uh, the Venez- God, this Venezuelans. Hugo Chavez has been at us oh, for years. Geez. How was your Easter? It was very eggy. It okay. was excellent. You had an uh, Easter egg hunt? <sighs> we had an uh, Easter egg hunt with... We had an Easter egg insanity with Charlie. Okay. That sounds about like right. Like she was she was at the door shaking. Yeah. Because she could see a couple eggs. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We had uh, more of an adult Easter egg hunt. Oh, that seems a little bit weird. Well, that's not the way I meant to say it, but you know what I mean. So most of the people that were our house were adults. We didn't have the little kids running around. We had little Duke, who's four. He's my nephew. But we we laid out really easy stuff for him to find because we're so in the backyard. You know, there's a pool. We kept him away from the pool. But we had an Easter egg hunt, and I rigged it. And I'm getting all these text messages. How could you rig it? How could you do this? How, Gatos, what's the deal? I rigged it because I was in charge of putting the eggs out. Uh, and okay. there's a golden egg with a $50 bill in it. All right. Now, golden egg, 50 bucks. Yeah. So the, the, the reason it was mo- mostly adults in the Easter egg, mostly in college, our, our niece, uh, Marissa brought like six or seven of her friends. Right. And since we don't have a lot of little kids, we're like, yeah, you know what? We'll have an Easter egg hunt. We'll let them go and do it. And you know, maybe they'll win the $50 egg. Makes it fun. Okay. Makes it fun. So I set the eggs now, How out. many people were, were doing the search? Uh, like Probably six or ten, somewhere okay. like that. Okay. And then Little Duke was finding his way around. But um, it was an adult Easter egg hunt, basically. All right. So I took the eggs and hid them. And I had the one golden egg. My wife puts the 50 in it. I hide it. So I rig it because I don't, listen, I don't know everybody that's going to be in the Easter egg hunt. I know my niece Marissa is going to be in the Easter egg hunt. So I called her and texted her. And I said, listen, this is where I put the 50. Okay, so you cheated. I cheated. I told her I rigged it. I want to. I don't want your friends to win it. I don't know them. I want you. This is my fifty dollar bill. So she, I want you to have the fifty. You cheated. I did cheat. I did. I hid the eggs. I put the fifty in. <clears throat> I sent a message to Marissa, uh, who you know is a sophomore, 
And I said, I want you to win it because I don't know your friends and I might not like them. I don't want them to take my 50. So we started the Easter egg contest. And I told her, I go, listen, you're going to go right over there. Don't let anybody Now, that was a picture you showed me earlier. I did. I showed you a picture. I circled the tree it was yes. in. Yes. So it was in a little tough place to get. It was across from the pool, et cetera. You okay. hit it very well. I hit it very well. So I'm thinking, okay, you know, why would I rig it? Well, I want her to get it. So she walks over to where this egg is and... She's kind of meandering. She's not hustling Meander. like I would have wanted. I want her to get the 50. So she picks up one of these other eggs, and she's, you know, being casual about it. And I'm like, hurry up, hurry up. And so she starts walking towards the tree that's got the $50 egg in it. And her boyfriend comes up. And I'm watching this, and she allows her boyfriend to move ahead of her. And it's like he knew exactly where that egg is, uh, Chad Benson. He reached into that palm tree, and he found it very hidden, by the way. Do you think anybody would have found it had you not? Have you gone for the golden egg and nobody's ever found the golden egg? No, everybody's always found it. But he didn't even look for it. He knew exactly where it was. I rigged it. I told my niece. And then she let her boyfriend get it because I'm telling you right now, she told her boyfriend where it was. What if, what if she didn't? What, what if you're no, sitting here no, no, lambasting no, her? No, no, And I'm not. I just want to know why. I feel a victimized. Are you betrayed? Victimized? I'm betrayed. Oh, my it's God. It's my 50. I should, be able to, I should be able to pick who gets the 50. And no one <laughs> then can, why not just, give, just hand it to her? No one can Thank tell you. me why she would let her boyfriend do that. It's just it's, it's eating away. Because he was her boyfriend and she just wanted to. Why, why would you do that? Why? Maybe she owed him 50 bucks. Yeah, maybe. But then she could have gotten the egg herself and paid the $50 off. Maybe, maybe he doesn't win things. Do you maybe think he's he very competitive and he wanted to do you really think, badly. Do you think she's like, this guy needs a win and yeah. I'm going to tell him? Yeah. Maybe that's That's it. not right. I feel betrayed. Was it right for you to hide it and tell somebody where it it's was? It's my money in my house. I could do what I want. Mm. Now, wow. I'm the, I'm That's the not victim. selfish really? and childish. Of course it's selfish and childish. Jeez, you sound like China. Oh, yeah? You guys are going to be with the Taiwan? Well, look at us. We're going to fly our stuff around. What do you think of that? Taking our ball and going home. It was my favorite. Man, that sounds like a lot of fun. I can't wait for holidays at your house. Uh, coming up next, 30% of people work from home, and uh, that could be you if you do this one thing. I guess if you want to stick around, we'll talk about it next. That's what he sounds like right there. Currently, we got about 30% of the workers are lazy. working from home. Do you really find people who work from home lazy? No. No. I just think they're productive in a different way. I think people who can do it, mm-hmm. uh, they do it well. It's it's not hard to do once you get down. Here's the thing. You've got to be disciplined enough right. to figure out what's going to work for you and then say, all right, you know what? I've got to get X done by this date or this hour. I'm going to focus on that. And if you're disciplined enough to do it, it's awesome. If you're not, it's going to become a struggle. Yeah. I've always said, you know, I, I work from home. I do that. And then I come in and I do the show. But if I were to work from home the whole day, I would find so many things to try and distract me. It would just bug me. And I, I'm one of those guys who feels I need to get out of the house. I don't want to stay in the house all day. Yeah. I've never been that guy. I don't want to do that. Unless it's a Saturday, then I could do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, well, yeah, but you know, if you went out and did something during the day and then right. you did the show, it'd be a little bit different. What if you went and like show prepped at like, you know, Starbucks, Starbucks or yeah. something like See, that? That's better. Yeah. At but least you're getting out. But it's like this war. It's like there are people that are saying, hey, I need to work from home. 
Uh, and then there are other people who say, listen, I don't want to work from home. I want to go to the office. And you've got the bosses. They're trying to figure out, well, where's the happy medium? Is it the hybrid where you come in three days a week and you stay home too? Uh, is it the two uh, two days at work and then you go home for three? I think you look at people individually. And who makes the who makes the, the, well, the, the problem with that? A yeah. lot of the bosses are making the call. And then a lot of the bosses, you know what they do? They, they take advantage of working from home. Right. Which means they're taking the day off, probably. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no. But if you can get no. the job done, if yeah. you can go and you can get it done, right? if you can go and get it finished, if you can go and do the things that you're supposed to do, I don't really think it's a big it's a big deal. In fact, in many cases, you'll see people that are more productive. They're doing things in a better way. I, I, I've, that's, that's, I got no problem with that. But you have to be disciplined. And the other thing is you have to like your job. I think that's one of the things that's always left out of this. If you are already doing the bare minimum, like bare minimum Monday right. or quiet quitting or whatever the new thing is, if you're already doing that and you're working from home, you're just taking advantage of a situation and get a paycheck. Yeah, yeah. Um, here's an interesting story. Would you be okay if uh, your kid was in a classroom that was bulletproof? So there's a U.S. company, and it has created bulletproof safe rooms. And it looks, to me, it looks like it's a, it's a closet, right? You get okay. the kids in the, it's like take the corner of the room and then cl- have it, it's almost like a, it, honestly, it looks like a little bomb shelter. That's what it looks like to me. It's probably what they've kind of turned it into. Right. So it costs 50 grand. You can buy a door from Browning for under eight thousand dollars. That's like a vault. So you for replace a bank. you replace the front door of the classroom with yeah. that vault door. That thing shuts. You get it spun. Yeah. If somebody's getting through that thing, they're going to get through anything you have. They've got a tank. They've got a tank. So eight grand for your idea, fifty grand for this. And how many people can fit in this thing? You have to set it up. You have to set it up. It takes ten seconds. Yeah. We'll talk a little bit about it tomorrow. Yeah. Hey, uh, Becky, when is up next? Uh, I'll see you tomorrow, man. For fun. Deal with it.